Hello and welcome to Tech Crack, the podcast series brought to you by Sync NI. We are Northern Ireland's leading technology and business media company, and this podcast series will see us interview some of the best, brightest, and most influential thought leaders from across NI's business and tech sectors. Find out more on SyncNI.com or follow us across our social media channels. And enjoy. Damien Caldwell from Damgeo has worked with techies and residents for the past few years and last year worked with Nuri-based Centred Soul to develop an online platform for those with perinatal ill mental health. He talks to Sync NI about techies and residents, which matches charities and social enterprises across Northern Ireland with digital tech partners. And he also gives some advice for tech professionals hoping to apply. So being on the techies and residents programme, just in general, like for anyone that doesn't even know what it is, you know, how did it go and what does the programme actually entail? So the program for us, from our side then, was basically a, it was just a call. So I think somebody, somebody in, the, in my network um, just highlighted it to me saying it was, you know, I just started a business a few months before. It was, um, you know, you know, as like any new business, you're just hungry for work. And uh, you, we, we basically got the, got seen the advert applied. And then the next thing we were called up to the uh, residential, which has happened twice now up in Limavada in Rove Valley. So we then are partnered up there with a with a, a third sector organization and the, and each time we actually worked them with two different organizations in each year um, and basically it was just a fantastic experience Nave. you know it was a you're working on a project from start to finish so really they uh, when we joined they, they had the actual project it was very much just a conceptual thing it was so you know as a list of aims and objectives a so a couple of rough ideas of what they wanted it to be, but then it was our job then to help support the organization then to make this into something. Um, and again, stressing that, you know, you had a limited budget, but it was just a lovely thing to do because you, you were starting, you felt like you were starting with them as a partner and you worked through the different phases of development that you could do at that beginning phase. Lucky enough for both projects that we worked on, we actually got the seed funding then after that. So it was great. We were able then to work on with the project and, and you know, so they actually were able to seed them through right to a launch, basically, you know. Yeah, no, it, it does. Like, it sounds amazing. And I know as well that you, last year, you worked with uh, Centred Soul in Uri to develop an online platform to support both men and women across Northern Ireland suffering from perinatal mental health. So perinatal, I actually didn't know too much about perinatal mental health, but I was looking it up and, you know, percent it affects pregnant women and just parents in general up until one year after childbirth. Is that something that was close to your heart or, you know, what made you want to get involved with that? Okay, well, it was neither from us, you know, I, we're married, we, you know, it was, it was actually something that did strike home quite a bit with us because we've, we adopted a little girl and uh, she's so, you know, so it's just been, you know, the whole, the whole idea of going through that experience was just, you know, which can be very horrific for a lot of people is, is, is not, you know, not, it's just a very difficult thing. So I think when I met Rosemary, it just, there was a click, there was a, you know, a link there with her and, you know, I regard her as a friend now, you know, she's a, you know, she, we, we talk and we still talk every every week practically you know so she's just she's a force of nature as well very inspirational person you know but and I think that's the thing I wouldn't have met Rosemary if it hadn't been for techies and residents you know it brought us together you know and I think and it also gave her some value some money to pay us because obviously you know we're a business too and we need to you know function as a business so you know it was just bringing together those two things that you wouldn't usually happen you know and I think especially 
for organizations in their infancy because again rosemary just started her business i just started mine and you know all of a sudden there's a there's a path you know and the brilliant thing about it Nevik, from our point of view was that it brought us work out of it you know so like if, it, if you were just talking about the selfish reasons you know we ended up getting a lot of organizations across the sector interested in our work because we had been working with those organizations so we then later on went on and got the children's law center project which which actually started in techies and residents with another technical person but then we we were asked to move into it based on our meetings with and through the program so then we we, we basically secured two years of funding with children's law center to complete their project which was a chatbot for legal advice and it again has been launched there in November, actually very recently uh, it was actually released in september this year middle of september this year so it was you know, we, we worked on that project for it got to two years with them but again we wouldn't have i wouldn't have had the meeting with them or knowing them or they would have known me if it hadn't have been for the techies and residence program yeah and just as well you know you're saying like you developed that chatbot and obviously the the mental health online platform you know how what's the response been like to to both those because it is it's tech for good at the end of the day like I know you're saying for selfish reasons like yes it does help you and damage you'll get more work but you know the fact that it is technology being used for good in such creative ways you know what has the response been like to both of them? A hundred percent you know it's it's you, you're getting both rewards you know because you're getting to work on something that's actually a good thing and then you're also obviously your business benefits so it's a real any any young business that would like to get involved on i guess would be crazy to not get involved you know so you know you're able to just to see the impact you know firsthand you know because i was able to go to focus groups and things with different organizations young people and say for example for the chatbot i was also able to go to focus groups for people who had been through or were still going through perinatal depression and i was able to meet even though i hadn't directly went through that myself I was able to meet those people and see the need for that solution, which just makes you more determined to make it work, you know, and that was one thing. So we were able to then slot in and see the impact and how it could help and, you know, taking in advice and support from them along the way. And then when you see it launched and you can see that people are benefiting from the services then that, that Rosemary offers and uh, and centered souls instance, but in the child child loss centers instance, you know you you've now got a a, a machine that gives twenty four hour legal advice to young people. So no matter if they become homeless or there is any issue, say online grooming or anything, they have somewhere to go, and it doesn't matter what time of the day it is. Um, and again that service wasn't there before as far as i'm aware you know there wasn't the, like obviously you can find that information online but you didn't know if it was the right information whereas now there's a body who are actually in a place to do that or doing it and we were able to get, obviously get our information so and again in relation to the children's law center chatbot it, because we secured extra funding from LEF, which is the legal, I think I'll look up the acronym, maybe it's LEF, it's legal, it's a legal foundation which basically fund these things. And then on the back of that, they also receive lottery funding to bring this into a more sophisticated system where they were able to actually, the chat button switch over to a live advisor if a live advisor is available and is obviously there to, to support the young person if it is a real need at that point for example if they were made homeless like somebody might be going to their chatbot to find they can they get a tattoo at 17 which doesn't really need intervention from a from an advisor but if somebody comes along saying they're homeless yeah 
the, the fact is that is a you know a safeguarding issues which somebody needs to step in so that that we were able to build that sophisticated system and as i say it's live and out there now so yeah the impact is phenomenal in terms of what you see happening with them you don't see that in any other industry really because you know, it's, you know, you, you produce products, you can them over and it's up to the organization to bring them forward and sort of, you know, internally then if it's good or bad, you get feedback, but this, you can actually see that he's making a difference firsthand, which is just fantastic, you know. Yeah. And even there as well, the way you're saying, yeah, people could go online and look up, uh, you know, information, but how do they know it's the right information? And then as well, just with that sort of almost like the fake news element that's really prevalent in society now and just with everything that's going on with COVID-19 and lockdown and restrictions like mental health as well is and homelessness and you know financial difficulties it's such like obviously it's always been a major topic but sort of more so than ever before now because of the pandemic you know so how important how important do you think it is now that you know companies apply for programs like taggies and residents even I think it's, it's it's even more important now because you know, back whenever I first did Techies, COVID-19 wasn't even a, a thing, you know, I, I hope not anyway, who knows, but so, but I say back then, you know, it, it was so much other interventions you could do physically, whether people coming into an office, people meeting at a, you know, a workshop, that's all really gone this year, you know, and it, will it ever go back? You know, I don't know. So the digital solutions provide that you no know, non-physical contact and there is the systems out there now are much better than they used to be years ago so with webcams obviously with artificial intelligence you know with ar and uh, augmented reality and virtual reality you've all these different technical things that can be brought in to make it more engaging for people using a computer so there is a fabulous substitute now which i don't think there was so if somebody comes in now with a problem and say it was delivering you know they say it was delivering mental health advice then now that advice would have always probably come from a face-to-face counselor but now people are, are being forced into using zoom and forced into using so people are feeling more comfortable with those those operations and then if you're able to make a bespoke system to make it even better then obviously then you've got a real striking goal thing going on there which is future proof of as well you know through through things like the pandemic so i say i think the pandemic is is, is made it even more pivotal for things like techies and residents to have a high, high the only thing obviously that needs to be solved is obviously the meetings and the workshops and things how they will work but again you're engaging with the digital company so they should be able to provide platforms and techniques to work around that you know which is just a, just fantastic you know yeah and in terms of yourself you know damage you what what does the future look like for the company and the online platforms that you have developed and you know in terms of maybe ever doing techies and residents again what are your own aims and goals well our with our aim is we, we are we're lucky enough now to have a we out of and it's again we wouldn't have got this if i'm honest if it hadn't been for techies we now have a contract with the department for the economy to develop a a system to help young people with autism and the employment because the rate of employment for young people with asd is 16 percent, which is just tragic you know so and that's paid employment i should say so we're we're able to now develop a platform that will assist young people into to help them support them in the employment with those sorts of issues but again the techies and residence program gave us the confidence and maybe we wouldn't even apply for an organization like a tender that was put out by the department for the economy but because we were dealing with all these different organizations we got confidence we got experience we had case studies you know with all these things to go forward so now we're as a company 
we're moving forward. But I suppose it's a wee bit like, don't forget where you came from. <laughs> you know, um, I want to be involved in that program just because of the great experiences on it. And I think it's a valuable learning for us because we're getting to work on, uh, again, it's, I think for a person like we you know the person I have in mind to work on the next project, if we get do get accepted, they're at that time to go and do something like that, to see a project through from start to finish, a prototype being produced. You know, you don't get that opportunity with other projects because a customer comes in usually from other sectors and says, I want this by X date, and that's it. You know, whereas they haven't, this is a more flexible sort of collaborative approach. So as a company, I, I, I would never want to lose my connections with techies and residents, you know, it's, but it, it has changed our company because we'll be able to, like when I first went, we know staff and I was staff, you know, we have links to our other organizations, but most of that came through the techies and residents program. And, and the other thing too, Neve, I have to just say is that, you know, at the time, I, like anybody that starts a new business, I was looking at that time, maybe thinking, goodness, you know, this is hard trying to get, you know, clients and trying to get invoices out and invoices in and payments in, sorry. And, you know, I, I, at that stage when techies came along, I was looking at jobs, like a lot of self-employed people do, just think, right, I just need a backup here in case it doesn't yeah. work out. But the techies and residents just came along at that time and just gave me the confidence, you know, to just kick on. And if without that, I, I would confidently say I probably wouldn't have a business right now, you know. Yeah, it's sort of one of those things like, although it's really cliche and cheesy, but like things happen for a reason and, um, you know, they fall into place at the right time. Like if it's meant for you, it won't go by. And it gives you that sort of, like you said, like, you know, with, with normal sort of, customers coming in and saying they want this by an X date but you get a bit more leeway and you get to like you get to show a bit of a more creative side because I think a lot of people think that tech and tech companies in general like it's very it's just coding and it's very cold and you know you, you do just have to do something within X amount of time but like at least this gives you yeah you're doing something good but it gives you a bit more of like like free free will to be have a, like a creative flair 100%. Yeah, and, that, and that's it. And it's, you know, the partnership, you know, the people, um, I think it was through Innovate NI at the time, so um, Claire McGee and, and Barney Toll, you know, they they were very good project managers so that you had them to fall back on if you needed help and support because it's challenging working with an organization, especially if you're in a new company. So, yeah, it does, it, but it gives you that you know, you might, you just take wee risks that you wouldn't necessarily be even allowed to take with a, a commercial client, you know, so it just gives you that creative the buzz, you know, and say, and it also exposes programmers to the full cycle that it isn't just about sitting coding, you have to get your requirements, you know, you have to obviously design stuff, you have to develop stuff, you have to test stuff, you know, there's a, it's not just, and a lot of people in IT are involved in one of those steps and very rarely see all of the steps, whereas this project gives a good chance to people to see each step and makes 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 some value what other people do and that sort of development team as well so it's got so many pluses Neve, if I'm honest you know it's, it's I couldn't say enough good things about it yeah and Damien as well then like in terms of advice like what advice would you give to someone or an individual or a company looking to sign up for techies and residents or because I know that they're taking applications now for the 2020 cycle um or even to those that have never heard of it before 
Yeah. Well, the, I suppose the, the, well, what we learned, and we learned a lot from it as well, is be realistic. You know, you know, you've got a budget there, and I don't know what, how much it is this year, but in our in our years, it was I think it was eight thousand pounds you were given towards your your development costs, and you know, it, it it's a substantial amount of money, but it's not you know, it's not going to create the next Microsoft Office, you know, <laughs> you know. So again what you need to think is that what can you do for that money and be realistic and be upfront with the client, you know, because clients don't know, you know, there are a lot of people, a lot of, most of the people you actually get in those programs have, they obviously can use computers and stuff, but they wouldn't be, they wouldn't know what goes into designing something. So I think it's that when you first meet them is be very straight, don't overpromise, you know, and say to them, that you know, they, this is this is what you realistically get for this amount, amount of money, and keep that in. And the other thing, just think about, and I've seen other organisations, they seem to involve lots and lots of people in the techies and residents program from their organisations. And I think that's a good thing, but it can also become a very difficult thing because you still have to pay those people for working on that project. So again, that might create false um, false hope for the client because they're seeing eight or nine people turning up to an event. But again, whenever they'd contact the client, they might necessarily be. So I think it's managing expectations is key to the success and the projects that we worked on anyway. And, and being able to say that is impossible you know, that you can't do that without money, you know, because they can't, and to be fair to the clients, they just don't know, you know, they don't, they don't know what, they don't know, basically, you know. Yeah, perfect. Damien, thank you so much. Is there anything you'd like to add? Yeah, just, you know, I just think at this stage of the, if you're an IT company and you're, you're bigger, because I do think they could benefit a lot more. Most of the organizations take up the opportunities would have been like startups like myself at that time. But even though we're not, we wouldn't be regarded as a startup now, we we would still want to be involved because you can bring a developer in or a designer or whatever it is and get them to work on the project and you then overshadow them. So as in, plus then the organization or the client is getting then the benefit of working with a bigger organization with more resources and more advice and maybe better better systems to manage that. So I, I, I think one thing I, I, would, I noticed is that it could really benefit for the bigger IT organizations coming in, even though they might get lots of money out of it, but it would be, as I say, they're doing something for good and also they're getting somebody trained up in a way as part of the process. So don't run it out, you know. Yeah, and it's getting those sort of different business perspectives from like a small, like a scale up or a startup and a bigger IT company, you know, like it probably, it helps everybody because the more different perspectives you sort of get on something, you know, like the broader your horizons are, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. You know, and I, I do think there's, it would just be, I would love to see that happen in the next ones. You, you'd be sitting beside somebody from KNOS or, you know, or, you know, one of the, you know, it would just be a fantastic thing for the charity and everybody involved in it because then there's a, you know, it's a real credibility thing. You know, the, the, the whole thing lifts up another level, which I'm sure the clans and charities could really do with, you know. Perfect, Damien. Thank you so much. That's it for this week's episode of Tech Crack. For all things tech and business in Northern Ireland, visit syncni.com. Have a good week.